before we, we get our text, I, I, want, I want to say something uh, right before I, I go forward here. Uh, because there is a, a great movement right now, a radical sexual agenda that's being pushed on our children in our schools. In fact, the county uh, right over, neighboring county, Fairfax, they already have put the agenda in the school that pushing, pushing transgender and, and, and the, these perverted lifestyles, and, and they're starting them at an early age, and they want to put it in the curriculum. And that's why we need to have more schools in our churches. And so I want you all to be praying with me, not only just be praying, but we're going to be proactive in this thing. Because I'm asking God, amen, if, 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 if he'll give it to us, if he'll bless us, amen, I want, a ch I want a school in this church. If we have to move to another facility, amen. How many of y'all with me on that? Amen. Amen. So our, so our children can get what they need to. And, and because at the, God, God told us in his word, he said, train them up how? The way they should go, not the way they want to go, not the way that they're, they're perverted. Amen. Everyone, when they're born, they're bent over to a certain sin. It might be stealing. It might be, it, it might be the, uh, homosexual, lesbian tendencies. It might be lying. I mean, we see it a lot of times, but it, it's our job to train them up the way they should go. Amen. That's why a little child would steal that cookie and have crumbs all around his mouth. And you ask him, did you get that cookie? Crumbs all around. Why? Because they're bent to certain types of things. Because we all were born in what? Sin. And so it's our job to train them up the right way, not, not to look at them and see what, which way they're going to go. And you, you know, I, I, I didn't wait the Charity and Angel was eight years old to figure out which way they No, we started training right from the beginning. I didn't wait to see if they started playing with baby dolls or trucks. Amen. All they had to do was look in the mirror. It'll tell you what you... Oh. <laughs> Amen, somebody. And, and so y'all be praying with us. And, and, and I will, and what, you know, let, let me tell you something. Now, what, what can we do about it? Because the enemy wants us to, to be reacting all the time. But it's time for us to get proactive about this. Amen. What, what can we do about it, church? The first thing we need to do is pray. We need to be praying about it. The, the next thing we, we need to do is we need to make sure that we educate, that, that we're educated about it. And, and we need to start challenging these things in our community. We need to start, how do we do that? Start voting. Amen. The, it, I, you, would, you would be shocked the number of folks that don't vote. It's below, it, 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 it was below 50% of the folks that did vote. Let me tell you something. You can't say anything if you're not voting. Well, I don't like that. Did you vote? At least put in there. How many of y'all know when, when they start adding up all these votes, I mean, it, it means something. It starts saying something when you start adding it all up. And so we got to make sure that, that we, we get on top of these things and, and stop getting to the place where now we got to react to something that, that, that's, that's, that's creeping up in our neighborhood. 
Amen. We got, we got the power. Amen. God has given us the power to do it. One thing that God don't do, he don't do something that he's already given you the power to do. Amen. You sitting there, Lord, and turn the TV channel. No, you got the remote, turn it. Amen, somebody. Let me get off that. Let me get off that. Amen. Second Samuel chapter 12. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all glad to be here today. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm not going to be before you long. Amen. This subject and this message and this service is subject to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In fact, amen, we ask him to lead the whole sermon. I'm just the mouthpiece of God. Amen. Second Samuel chapter 12, verses 1 through 14. If you have it, just say, I'm ready. It says this, and the Lord sent Nathan unto David. And he came unto him and said unto him, there were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. Rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing save one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and nourished up, and it grew up together with him and with his children. Now, when we see the word ewe lamb there, it just means a, a, a female sheep. Amen. It says, and with his children. It did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter. And there came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared to take his own flock of his own herd to dress for the wayfaring man that was coming to him. But took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that hath done this thing shall surely die. He shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul, and I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom, and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such thing. That's, what, that's the way the King James Version puts it. I, I would have, I know some of y'all version might say more things, but he said, I would, and the King James said, I would, get, would have given unto thee such and such thing. Whew. Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword and hast taken his wife to, to be thy wife and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thine house because thou hast despised me and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house. 
And I would take thy wives before thine eyes and give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. But thou didst it secretly, but I would do this thing before all Israel and before the son. David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, How be it? My God, my God. Somebody shout glory in here. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Howbeit, because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. Let the church say amen. I want you to go to verse 8. And that's where we'll take our topic from today. It says, and, and I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And God told him, said, if that had been too little, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such. Good God Almighty. That's what I'm going to preach today. God's such and such. Look at your neighbor right now and tell him, say, God has a such and such for your situation. You may be seated if you can. I just want to talk about God's such and such just a minute. And, 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 and uh, Deacon Will, you might have to reel me in. Amen. But uh, God is so good. God, such and such. We, we see David here had, had messed up. He had messed up with the wife of Uriah. He saw her. He was tempted. And David didn't even put up a fight. Never even put up a fight. He just went right with the temptation. And, and, and he messed up. Bathsheba became pregnant and David was in trouble. And to try to hide his sin, David arranged the murder of her husband, Uriah. My God. After all this, David spent a great deal of time from the Lord. But he had ample opportunity, ample time to repent and be restored. But he continued in his rebellion. And as a result of his sin... Great trouble came into his life. So I want you to understand that David's sins did not just impact him. They affected his entire family. And so we got to understand that some of us have faced some of these same things. But God said in his word, he said, David, he said, I had given you. Your master's house. I have given you everything. He said, all you had to do was ask me. You did not have to go to the devil for anything. He said, all you had to do was ask me. He said, I left a blank check in the house. I said, he told him, he said, I would have given you such and such. And what he's talking about is the favor of God that was on David's life. 
All he had, this type of favor will cause somebody to get upset with you. When God is blessing you like this, when God is giving you houses you didn't build, land that you didn't go acquire, oh my God, and giving you vineyards that you didn't grow. Oh my God, he had favor on his life that would blow your mind. Favor, amen. all he had to do was say, God, give it to me. I'm talking about excess favor, excess blessing, abundantly abounding blessing, amen. Something that, that when folks saw you, all they could do was shake their head. Such and such. God, just God such and such. God can lay a such and such on you and set you up for the rest of your life. Ain't it bad, somebody? Oh, just God, such and such. Oh, my God. God just lay one blessing on you and just set you up. He said, all you had to do, if you needed some more, because when you ask of me in faith, believing, God said I would have given it to you. Who, anybody in here needs some such and such in your life? About 10 of y'all. Anybody else need some such and such? Oh, my God, say, I give you such and such. Oh, my God, that's the favor of God, immeasurable favor on your life. Just lay it on your life. God was just laying stuff on him. Good God, I, I've given your masters high, the king's quarters, the king, whatever you need. He had all the wives he wanted. All the, don't none of y'all men get it twisted now. Amen. But I gave everything that he wanted. Such and such. Excess. Abundantly. Good God of mine. So God said, I, I, I've given you abundantly above all that you can ask or think. The favor of God. The favor of God on your life. The favor of God riding you everywhere you go. When you walk in a place, just favor on your life. Folk just run you down just to bless you because the favor of God. See, this is the type of favor David had on his life. That's why when you're walking with God and God bless you, amen, don't get it twisted and start wanting to cheat the God and, get, and slip over here and do things. Because God said, if you stay with me, if you walk with me, he said, I'll bless you with such and such. Amen. Just a blank check. Just a whatever you want. Anybody know what we're talking about right now? Good God Almighty. The matchless favor of God. How many of y'all know the devil don't have nothing like this? Only thing the devil have is counterfeit. And when the devil gives you something, it's going it's, it's to come to it an, an abrupt end after a while. Oh, come on, somebody in the house. He said, whatsoever you ask, believing, I'll give it to you. Whatever you need, I'll give it to you. See, David was walking in immeasurable favor. See, this is what God wants us to walk in. When, when we walk into a place, amen, and, and the person say no, you got to know either God is getting ready to turn it around or it's simply because he got something better for you that he's getting ready to lay on you. Oh, come on, somebody in here. Amen. God sent me to tell y'all, amen, he's getting ready to bless somebody with some such and such, a such and such blessing, a blank check blessing, something that you don't have room to receive. How many of y'all ready for it? Oh, my God. You got to be ready because 
This is the type of blessing that, that will cause folk to get mad with you. This is the type of blessing, amen, you admit that'll make you, you lose friends sometimes, amen, because God will bless you so good. My God Almighty! Oh! My God, just laid it on him. Somebody happy about that right now. Oh, my God. God just sent me here to tell you, in this era that we're walking into, if you get yourself together with God and get it right, he's going to lay a such and such blessing on you. When folk will see you one way one day, and the next day they're going to be looking up and saying, what in the world? Oh! I found somebody that said such and such, such and such, such and such, such and such. This thing was so loaded, he couldn't even name it. He just had to say such and such. Oh, this thing is so big, you can't even comprehend it. It's just such and such. Good God Almighty. How many of y'all received that? Let's give him a praise in here right now. Such and such. See, that, that such and such blessing is when you bless in the field, when you bless in the city, when you bless when you come and when you go, wherever you go. It doesn't matter what happened before you got there. When you step in there with the notion and favor of God on your life. My God, my God. Those of y'all getting ready to be blessed with these jobs and getting ready to be blessed with your own business and stuff, look at your neighbor and say, don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to them. Because, see, let me tell you something. You have no point of reference for what God is getting ready to do because you've never been there before. Oh, somebody praise them up in this house. You have no point of reference for this right here. So they can't tell you about this right because he's getting ready to do something. And they go at all. Some of y'all, God just spoke in my spirit, said they're going to ask you how much do you want? Oh! Now, now tell your neighbor, don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Because you got to remember this message right here. Because it's a such and such blessing. It's something beyond what you used to. It's something beyond where you've been. It's something beyond what you see right now. It's something beyond, oh, come on, somebody. It's beyond where you've been. High five your neighbor and say, don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. My God, I'm almost done right now. Don't mess this up. Don't mess it up. Don't mess this up. Amen. That's why things right now in some of your life seem a little bit abnormal because it's not where you've been before. Amen. And, and you're not kind of, and, and, and sometimes it get, you you getting a little you know, a little bit nervous a little bit. Amen. It's all right. It's such and such. Oh, come on, somebody. That, that's such a God's, un oh, my God, God's favor, his divine favor on your life. There's a man, oh, my God, there's a fella in the word, amen, that, that asks, amen, just for alms. Amen. See, God will give you more than what you think because the man asked for alms and God blessed him with legs. Somebody shout glory up in here because God.
He said, just give me some money. And, oh, my God. And they said, you know, let me bless you with what I got. Amen. Whoa, the prophet said, let me bless you with what I got. And begin to grab him. And the man jumped up and began to walk right then. It's called such and such. Something you can't, don't even have a name for. I heard somebody say it, it's too big. See, you have a name for stuff that you relate to. The stuff that you don't have, you don't have a name for, you can't. God said, I would have I laid such and such. Just, just laid it on, just, just whatever. He said, I, I've already given you all this. I gave you the master's house. Amen. The one that you used to work for, I gave you oh, I, I gave you his house. I gave you his stuff. I gave you all the wives that you need. I gave you land. I gave all the care. And, and not only that, I kept a joker from killing you. Because faith, see, oh, see, when favor's on your life, death can't even find you. Come on, shout glory up in here. Oh, because you got favor. trying to take him out, but because he had favor, draped over his life. Enemy couldn't even get him. See, when Saul threw the javelin at him, Saul, even it, it was even in Saul's bloodline, amen, they were, they were excellent marksmen. And the javelin couldn't even hit David. The reason it, the, the reason it couldn't hit him, because David, amen, he had favor on his life, but he knew how to pray. Every time he turned around, he would duck it. Oh, come on up here. Every time you turn around. And see, when you learn how to duck and pray, things that would have hit you will miss you. Why? Because you keep ducking. Tell your neighbor to keep on ducking. Amen. My God, my God. Whoa! My God, my God. Somebody needs to just praise him right now because I told somebody something up in here. My God, my God, my God, my God. So don't be surprised if you lose some folk that used to, used to, used to hang with you. Amen. See, a, a blessing like this will show you who your friends really are. It'll show you who your friends really are. Because my word tells me, it says rejoice with them that rejoice. And so when they see you, when they look, my God, they gonna, you're going to be shouting. And you're going to look over there and they're going to be. Why? Because they say, I know I'm next. I know such and such going to hit me next. Somebody give God a prayer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen. 
Let me tell you something. For everything that the devil tried to throw at you, God got a such and such. Everything the enemy tried to hit you with, God got a such and such. Everything he tried to throw up in your face, God got a such and such. Oh, my God. He said, I come that you might have life and life more abundantly. you a question. Can you handle what God is getting ready to lay on you? Ask your neighbor, say, can you handle this? Can you handle this? Woo! My God, my God. Such and such. Folk going to start asking you, what, what is that? You're going to say that's such and such. This month, some of y'all going to start walking into such and such. You're going to start walking into such and such. And you got to hear me. You got, you got to walk for God. You can't play with this. Because just like David, if you play with this thing in this, in this new church era, if you walk appropriately with him, God's going to magnify blessings in your life. But if you try to hide this thing, that negative is going to be magnified in your life, just like what happened with David. Because sin causes you to miss experiencing the fullness of God's blessing. That's the first point right there. It causes you to miss the fullness of God's blessing. I'm closing right now. It causes you to miss that. You don't want to miss that. Folk coming up, you trying to pull you to the side of the gospel and all this, cut it off, cut it off. So you're not going to mess up my such and such. Because they'll be the very one to get mad with you and walk off when God laid his such and such on you. Oh, come on, somebody. Second point of sin causes you to experience loss of blessing. David lost it, lost what he had because he lost, even lost the child that was born to him. My God, my God. God thought I'd get ready to lay such and such on you. But you want to sneak over there and, and, and do something in private and think, and, and don't ever think God don't see it. He sees everything. And I'm here to tell you today, you, you need to get it right today because this wave of such and such is coming. And if it hits you, whatever your life is, that's what's going to be magnified. If you with God, that's when blessings going to explode in your life. Stuff you've never seen before. Take you places you've never been before. Going to be sitting at the table with, with, with executives that you've never sat before. Oh, my God, my God. What? Ah! When the wave came along, instead of David getting another blessing, 
instead of him getting that such and such. Because God had already said, he said, David, what you have done, he said, what you have done have displeased me. And instead of magnifying such and such in his life, what he did, that when he sold to the flesh, that's what happened in his life. My third and last point, sin causes you to experience judgment in light of God's blessings. And he said, sin, this thing will not leave your house. And when you look at the text and when you begin to read ahead, it says his family would never know peace. And when you read ahead, you see that his family would experience trouble within, from within, and it kept going. Amnon raped his sister Tamar. When you look on down, Absalom murdered Ammon. When you look on down, Absalom turned the people against David. When you look on down, Absalom attempted to take the throne, and Absalom lost his own wife. These are David's children. It was magnified in his house. Why? Because he wanted to slip and do something. And then, listen to me, let me tell you, and this is the point I really want you all to get. This is my last point. It's not, it's not up there, but write it down. There is a difference between moving on and moving forward. I'm about to explain. There is a difference between moving on and moving forward. David could have got that such and such, God's such and such, un, 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 unmeasurable. Nothing can compete with God's such and such. But what David did when he sinned, instead of coming back to God, he just simply moved on and covered it up and just moved on. See, when you, when, you, you, when you move on and, 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 you, and you don't get it right with God and you don't come back before God and whoever it is you owe repentance to and get it back, you might move on, but you'll never move forward. David was going on with his life, and it had happened some time ago now, you know, and, 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 and now you know, he, 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 he's, he's moving on, and, and he think it, 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 he got away with it and all that stuff. Never went back to God and said, God, forgive me. That's why God had to send Nathan to talk to him. And when he got through with the story, oh, David was all mad and hot. He said, oh, that man need to be killed. He need to take my, and Nathan said, the man is you. God said, if you had not done that, he could, you could have asked me anything, and I would have given you such and such. Unlimited. Had it made. But David tried to. Just move on and come. There's a whole lot of folk. That, that, there's a lot of folk that do that in churches. Don't you be one of them. Get upset. You don't never get it right. You don't ever come back to the person. And you move and, and, and you go over here and you go over there. And guess what? You take that same thing because you haven't gotten it right with God. God lays it out in his word how we're supposed to come back to one another, how we're supposed to get it right, how we're supposed to ask forgiveness. If there's an all in you, he, he lays it out. Go to that person. He lays it out. He said, you got to get it right with me. 
That's the only way you're going to move forward. And there's many that just moved on. And until they get it right with God, until they get it right, until they do it God's way. What's God's way, Bishop? I'm glad you asked. The way he laid it out in the word of God. You've got to come back before him his way. And if you just, and when you just move on, you, guess what? You're still not delivered. You move that same thing to here, and you're still moving that undeliverance wherever you go. And God, and, 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 and God is just sitting there with his arm folded, holding your such and such. But until you come back to him the right way, the right way, you cannot move forward. How many of y'all want to move forward? Because God has a such and such for you, a blessing. That, that because, see, we're in the era right now. And that's why you got to get it right now. So when this thing come down, the blessing will fall on you. All of a sudden, there'll be a shift in your life. See, the first shift is going to come as a spiritual shift. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, and, 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 and you've got to be in the rightful place with God. This is no time to be shucking and jiving on the side. God's such and such. God gave me this word, and I couldn't get away from it. I couldn't, I, I couldn't get it. Elder Fraser, I couldn't get it off me. He said, you've got to talk about my such and such this morning. He said, because I'm getting ready to be, start laying it on some people. But they've got to be standing in the right place with me. Got to be in the right place with me. Amen, somebody. While we're going through, while the waves is coming through, you got to get in the rightful place with God. If you owe someone some for forgiveness, if you, if you, you, you can't, and then you just walked away and said, I ain't, I'm not saying nothing. I ain't going to tell, I ain't going to go back and tell her nothing. Forget Okay. You moved on, but you haven't moved forward. Because to move forward with God, you've got to have everything at, at peace with him. You've got to have the peace of God and peace with God. How many of y'all want what God has for you? Somebody give him praise up in here right now. Somebody might say, well, you, you know, hey, hey, Bishop, I did some crazy stuff. I did some crazy stuff. I need to go back and tell some folk I... God said, look, he said, I told you in my word, you get back with me, and then you go to Romans 8 and 28, and says, for we know all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord and those who are to call according to his purpose. In other words, God said, he'll take that mess up in your life, and he'll whip it up, and make all, come on somebody, and he'll turn that thing around, and, and, and make what was bad good. He'll take that bad stuff that was in your past and turn it around and now you will look back and the only thing that'll let you know is this. God, oh, he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. When I got back on the right track with him, God turned my life around and laid a such and such on me. Woo! Something I, oh my God, I thought I could never have. Because God, you know, he, he says he, life is still in me. Prosperity is still in me. 
A lot of people call it the prosperity gospel. No, it's not the prosperity gospel. The, go the prosperity comes with the gospel. It's all in there. It is the gospel. So when you get right with him, then God moves in your life. He'll take that thing. Because, see, many of you all, you, 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 you've heard people say, I know you did it. I know you the one did it. You, you'll never be nothing. I know you said it. You'll never be nothing. I know you. See, you got to stop listening to that and, bring, and come back to God and get it right and let God turn it around so he say like he said in Jeremiah, now you have an expected end. And you can do, as it says in Philippians 4.13, you can do all things through me. God said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. My God, my God. He said, I got a such and such for you. I just want to lay it on you. All you got to do is come correct with me. Everyone standing all over this building, give God a hand praise up in here.